Welcome to First and Fifteen, the show that takes you around the UK flag football scene. Sponsored by Nuola, your customised sportswear supplier. Welcome to the show that takes social distancing very seriously. One of my guests is over a thousand kilometres away. Two are in different countries and the other on another spiritual plane entirely. This is No Run Zone. Welcome to No Run Zone. My name is Andrew Gambrell of the Black Widows. Um, also with me today, our first guest, uh, Ruth Lewis of the Widows and soon to be, hopefully in this uh, year's, year's hopeful series, the Harpies. Borada, hello, thanks for having me. Our second guest is Cecil Anderson, a Danish international and former Tomahawks from Copenhagen player and currently, everybody, a free agent. Um, Opal series is in October. Uh, Black Widows are recruiting, Sissel, uh, but welcome. Yeah, hello, sir, and uh, good morning to you. Thank you, thank you. Finally, uh, returning, a returning guest, Mike Sullivan, current Viper, also a dandy and recently repatriated to the North East and a healthcare worker. Uh, hi, Mike. Hi, Hinnyman, Gan Canny Lake. Yes, indeed. Um, out of, the, out of all those <laughs> wel- welcomes, I understood the first two the most, but... Um, <laughs> Welcome to you all. Um, did you just snort? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Can we edit that out, Claire? <laughs> no, nope, that one in. Okay, question one. What is your top game day tune and why? I'm going to go with Sissel straight off on this one because she's just introduced me to some new music, which is pretty amazing. Who's your, who's your, uh, your game day tune and why, Sissel? Oh, it's definitely Suspect. It's a Danish rap group and uh, they're just... Uh... Yeah, they're killing it, and it's just good music for getting in the right mood and getting ready. It's just, it's great. Yeah, indeed it is. I've got to admit, it was until this very morning, I had never even heard of them. Um, yeah, but it's, it's hip-hop at its finest. Uh, um, so um, I can co-sign that, and that's just been added to my, uh, uh, that's just been added to my playlist. Um, and so, uh, yeah, my uh, favourite game day tune is actually Duel of the Fates um, from Star Wars or Return of the Jedi, I think it is. Wow. Uh, and a really powerful tune. Um, and for me, it was something I'd always, I'd always associated music and sport. Um, but I went to a BAFTA convention. Uh, John Wise was there um, talking about sports psychology. And he really went into the, uh, the detail and sort of the nuts and bolts of uh, how and why um, music can can kind of um, affect the, the psychology and the approach to the game. Um, it was just really one of the most powerful moments for me for, uh, from the, one of the conventions, and it stayed with me. I always just thought it was just about, you know, it, it, you know, I'd always kind of felt um, that that the, the power of music. But once my uh, once uh, John had explained that to me, um, yeah, it really meant something, and uh, it was brilliant. Um, however, the song did get ruined for me by my uh, cadet team. Um, if you all remember the, the Jewel of the Fates theme tune from Star Wars, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the cadets in my team they used to sing. Uh, they, it's, uh, they used to they, they made lyrics for it, and it was Jumbo Jelly Beans, and it just ruined it for me because they'd be sitting in the back of the car going Jumbo Jelly Beans, Jumbo Jelly Beans, and uh, you know I just didn't fire me up in quite the way that I wanted to. So um, Ruth Lewis. So obviously, last Opal series, the Widows, we kind of. Used a bit of Lizzo to uh, keep our spirits up. What is how you Feeling good as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so that was <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, 
<laughs> so that was a little fun we had at last April series. I like a bit of Hamilton. I like to kind of, it's the only thing that I can really sing along to because my singing's not that good. Um, but it also kind of gets my mind thinking, my mouth moving, so I can quickly sort of get in and out of the huddle and uh, express what needs to be done. But if I need some pump, then uh, it'll probably be a bit of Imagine Dragons or System of a Down. System of a Down. Mm. Well, I used to laugh. Yeah. That is, that is, that is, oh, some of their videos were amazing. I used to love their videos, but yeah, I won't, I won't actually, we... I won't actually try and sing along to those though, because I, I, <laughs> but that's amazing. No, we recently, we recently played it in the, in the changing room and we had a couple of students who were just looking around at us yeah. like, what are you singing? Who is this? And we were like, um, yeah, yeah that would get you running. You wouldn't even use the door to get out of the changing room if that was playing. You'd just go straight through the wall. That's amazing. It was beautiful singing, it really was. Mike Sullivan, game day tune. Well, you've got it. If you're choosing personal tunes, anything by Michael Jackson, man. Mm. He's the man. Anything? Anything? anything. Pretty, well, well she's, out, she's, she's out of my life? Uh, yeah, well, okay. Okay, point taken. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So anything off the Bad Album, anything off the Thriller Album, anything off the Off the Wall Album. Uh, and he's got Ooh. some good later stuff, but yeah, he's he's the dude, man. But if you're going to talk, and Ruth's just kind of twig, twigged me to um, a bit of a Vipers tradition, which is the showers. The Vipers have got well, a bit no. of strange. No, no, Mike, 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 no, <laughs> Mike, no, no, not that one. Remember. <laughs> okay, no, bear with me, Andrew. It's the music for the post-game showers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still really, really worried. Go on, go on. Claire, get that edit button on the standby. There's, 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 they're becoming obsessed with the standard of showers in every location to the degree that okay. head coach Luke Bennett um, produced a spreadsheet where we were giving um, out of 10 ratings to the showers in each place that we visited. <laughs> and um, the music was an important part of that. And Taylor Swift is always the go-to <laughs> um, the go-to tune in the showers. So it's a real, it's a showering experience, a holistic showering experience. I bring a bit of Ylang Ylang to chuck in just to um, you know get that aroma going, that steam steam inhalation. Oh my stars. Which Taylor Swift? Yeah. yeah. That's, which which that's... Taylor Swift song? Oh shake it off. I mean it's <laughs> yes. showers dude. It's showers. <laughs> oh yes. How very apt. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Well that's a cracking start. That's a cracking start by this group. Question two, is flag football the most huga sport in the world? Did I, did I, how was the pronunciation on that one, Cecil? Ah, uh, it's good. It's huga. Yeah, yeah, I was, uh, that's what I said, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely one. But, okay, Cecil, what's the, what's, what's the most, is, is flag football the most huga sport in the world? Mm, well, I don't think so. I like flag football and uh, I think it's uh, everything... Outside the field is really huggy, but not on the field. I feel like more like when I'm watching table soccer, bowling, that stuff like that. Curling looks huggy, but uh, I don't. I won't say flag football is huggy on the field, but uh, definitely with your teammates afterwards, it is. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think I, I agree with you, and I think you know, I think Ruth's obviously played um, Opal series, and Mike's been around, and I think actually certainly in the Opal series. I think once you cross that white line, there, it, there's no, uh, there's no, um, no quarter given or asked, and and it's full on. But I think uh, I think uh, uh, off the field, 
I think uh, I've played a few, quite a few sports and uh, Opal Series is, there is a massive respect, I think, between players and, and, and actual genuine love, I think, sometimes as well between the players. Um, and they all recognise that. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. Um, what about yourself, uh, Mike? What's, what's your, what's your, is it most Hooger sport? Well, I think I've seen, um, I've seen the ultimate Frisbee guys in the park and they seem just pretty, pretty in, into the whole, you know, friendship, respect, love thing to the next level. They're super, super nice. Um, but I think flag comes a, a close second. And um, I think that's really one of the real uh, draws and pulls. If you talk to different people on the sidelines in different tournaments from different teams around the country, the thing, over the years, it's still being mentioned now. The thing they talk about again and again and again is just the people that are involved in it and how close-knit the community is and how everybody looks after each other and how respectful it is and how they all help each other out. And it's it's a real community thing, um, which is very important at a time like this because we're all keeping in, in contact offline like this. Online, rather. Yes, yes for sure, for sure. Um, Ruth, what's, uh, what's your feelings about this? Off the little research that I've done into this, I'd say definitely not. Um, <laughs> So I obviously had no clue what this meant. So I went online, had a look at a couple of things and I got sort of, you know, it's cosy. It means cosy, charming, warm, happy. And I think there's a Welsh equivalent, which is kutch. So to have a kutch, it kind of sounds about the right thing. I'm not really sure. But I looked up how to do your life. <laughs> yes. And there was about five or six points. And so I went through it and it's about 50-50. So it's like spending quality time with your friends yeah. and family. And I was like, yeah, that's a check for flag football. Avoid multitasking. That's definitely not a check for flag football. You're always multitasking. Removing stresses. Definitely not. No. <laughs> Depends who you're playing, but I'm pretty much always stressing out about what we're doing, what we're going to do next. Um, there was a point about leaving work at a reasonable time, and I think we're yet to finish a tournament on time, <laughs> which, of course, is a bit difficult for those of us who do have to travel. Um, wearing comfortable <laughs> clothing was a bit of a yes and no. Um, you know, sports kit, usually comfortable. Sports bras, usually not. And then uh, being outdoors, of course, um, even in the snow, even in the rain, even in really, really cold weather. So, yeah, it's about 50-50 from what I can see. <laughs> My days, that is the best. <laughs> that was funny. Say again, say again. I just never heard about those five points, so uh, it was good to hear. The pretty much hits it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably the most oh, that's probably the most re researched answer we've ever had. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, you've raised the standards. I'm a bit, I'm a bit scared now. <laughs> well, I didn't know what it meant, so I had to go. Fair and enough. Up. Fair enough. Um, question three. Which city in Europe would you want to stage a tournament? Ruth Lewis. Cardiff, of course. Um, just anywhere in Wales. Just let's get some football in Wales, especially women's football, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, well, if the Harpies come through, I think I, I would love I would love it to. I think it's, yeah, it, it needs it. I think we need to expand um, east and west, obviously. Uh, I see mm. doing their best, but it's still a trek and we need to kind of get teams in between and, and and sort of get that i mean in the men's league it's quite strong i think the the welsh the welsh element um to be fair yeah it is and it's getting getting better and stronger yeah yeah i, I suppose i suppose the ultimate one would be in just going off on a tangent on that would be to have 
um, a women's equivalent to, is it the home, nation, home internationals they have where the Scotland um, and Wales and England play off? Um, and obviously we could do Scotland versus England, but uh, um, I think- I think we'd struggle a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think you probably, uh, well, you've got half of, half of your team are Australian, aren't they? Um, yes, there is a large level. Well, no, they have a they have a, a, a GB passport, so we'd be we'd be all right there. Okay, um, Cecil, where would you want? Uh, which city in Europe would you most want to have a, a tournament staged in? Yeah, I was thinking a lot about that, but I don't know. The first thing that popped into my mind was Amsterdam, and I just think it's never it, just because I've never really been there, so I ain't got no good reason for it. I just thought it would be a nice place to go <laughs> yeah it's actually a beautiful city um i've been fortunate i've been there a few times play and 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 uh, i think the nfl held held a team um a junior tournament there uh, once um um and yeah it's, it's lovely yeah well and actually yeah because uh, the nfl actually at that point paid uh, paid for me and my youth team to go over and 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 actually got to see a lot of the city so it's fantastic yeah but amsterdam really yeah that would be amazing. Obviously, in the, uh, the current times, so, um, everywhere is off. Uh, except, except my my answer would be Svalbard. Um, it's the if you've not heard of it, it's a it's a it's the most northern town in Europe. Um, in it's a, a, a it's an archipelago in in Norway. That would sort out the the ballers from the from the others. I think you know playing in playing in that kind of weather that would be uh, that would be the ultimate test. Um, I think the Opal Series uh, uh, players would absolutely kind of kind of be well. This part is part of the parcel of what we do in the Opal Series, playing in Arctic conditions. <laughs> well, at least it feels like. But Svalbard would take it to the next level. Well, just on just on the point about playing in Amsterdam, we actually played um, in the Hague, and I think you'd have to get different refs in. So we were, we had our teams uh, refing all of the games, and there was one team who were refing who, let's say, had sampled the local delicacies. Um, <laughs> they missed quite a few obvious um, infractions, um, but thankfully they were kind of in our favour so we just uh, in the team's favour that I was watching and supporting so I just kind of let it slide to be honest Brilliant answer <laughs> Okay Mike follow that Well I'm not sure I can uh, I'd probably chuck in a, a comment about playing in Svalbard at the uh, the northernmost point in Europe and say that Steph Warren would still wear short sleeves and shorts <laughs> She absolutely very was. true Yeah <laughs> Um, and almost as cold, I'd, I mean, obviously you're going to, I was thinking oh, you'd want it somewhere warm and lovely, but um, no, I'm going to say Sunderland because there is no flag <laughs> football up here. Um, there's only Newcastle, Newcastle Blackhawks, and then there's like a 300 mile radius of zero football around that. It feels like it anyway. Um, and they're a great team and a great bunch, but they could do with some rivalry up here. So I think the, um, they don't really know about the NFL up here. It's that you see the odd short, sort of shirt and the odd cap, but I don't think there's a huge following up here. So I think it would be great uh, to raise the profile of the game and flag in general, because every time I've mentioned flag to people up here, it's like, what? So, um, yeah, get a tournament up here, get people interested and get a team started. Something to give the Blackhawks a run for their money. Yeah, that is amazing. It always amazes me when, um, you know, there's some, some towns and cities just seem to be, 
you know have have, have a number of teams and it, and the, and it's really a bit then Blackhawks. It is it's a yeah. I mean actually I think Sissel, your team might be their local rivals in in Copenhagen because <laughs> um, there's nobody so, they're so far away. Uh, you know Newcastle is so far away from anybody else. So yeah, I think I mean, I mean that is probably theirs is like a minimum yeah. two hour game day drive. Minimum. That is brutal. Yeah, that is brutal. Yep. Oh well. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we could all co-sign that. Obviously, living in the Midlands, it's uh, uh, I've been very, very fortunate. But um, yeah, what is the like okay. four Coventry teams now? I, I can never, I can, I can never count. I, I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I mean, the, the Midlands League is. I mean, the Midlands usually ends up with two conferences. Um, you know, right. yeah, because I suppose yeah, you got the Cougars, Cougar Juniors, Warwick Uni, uh, which is actually in in Coventry. Um, now there's the Pistons. Uh, oh yeah, and Rugby Raccoons just down the road. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy, really. Question four: What is the worst and the best trash talk you have ever heard? Um, <laughs> Mike Sullivan. <laughs> I can only come up with a short one. Did your mum knit your kid? <laughs> Is that some kind of Monty Python <laughs> reference? What, what, does, what does that mean? What does it mean? Well, I mean, just imagine if you, you know, if somebody's granny had actually knitted a flag kit and a uniform, top shorts, you know, what it would look like. <laughs> Pretty awful, wouldn't it? So if you want to, yes, you know, and everybody's about, to, you know, again, to like talk about a Viper's sort of obsession, it's with stash. Stash is just like really fly gear, really just flashy gear. And we're all about the... Um, you know, we all like to sort of tart ourselves up, if you like. Um, so, yeah, that was um, that was one, I get of, the, it, one of the it, main it, ways to insult a flag player is to insult their gear. <laughs> Did your mum knit your kit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to copyright that as well. I don't want to hear that. I think you should. <laughs> that is genius. Can we use it in the Apple series, though? <laughs> absolutely. Um, absolutely. 100%. Oh, man. Uh, no, that's it. That's it. I think, uh, yeah, I think you should have that as your strap line not on your... Uh, get get um get get a new owner to put that on on, on as their strap line. That's amazing. Okay, sorry, Ruth, you've got to follow that one. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I think I don't really hear. I mean, trash talk at all, really. And if I do, you know, I quickly forget it. I think in the Opal series, everyone is just so friendly. You know, like we've cheered each other's touchdowns after time. Um, but you know, if I don't really hear it that much. Yeah, that is very true. Actually, I think I think what you'll end up is uh, is uh, the, the teams end up joining in with each of the songs. Um, I think I think when Caroline scored for uh, uh, Warwick, um, uh, uh, the whole tournament starts yes. jump, you know singing "Sweet Caroline" to her. Yeah, that's uh, amazing. So, <laughs> that is very true, actually. Um, I mean, okay. I I did have a guy in a flag tournament, a mixed teams tournament, say, oh, this isn't contact. And I was like, well, I can make it contact if you want. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> that is fighting talk. Um, <laughs> okay, Sissel, what you got? Well, yeah, I think I'm with Ruth here. Like, I don't really hear it or remember it or say anything myself, so... I was actually uh, asking some of my teammates, like, hey, do you remember anything? Because... I can't. And one of the girls, she was like, yeah, from Big Ball, when we played in Frankfurt a few years ago, like we were playing the, the States and we were already there. And suddenly we just hear the coach, he was just like, 
trying to whisper, but it, we were supposed to hear it. And he was like, hey, they're quite heavy. They're quite heavy. And we were just like, oh, oh. really, dude? Thank you. <laughs> so we were all just like, mm, okay, well, maybe we are. But hey, <laughs> come on. Yeah. He just got offended. Wow. But that was it. Yeah. That, that's pretty mean. That's pretty mean. I mean, maybe maybe he was complimenting you on your muscle mass <laughs> rather than anything else. But uh, yeah, we made a lot yeah, of that's, jokes that's... about it afterwards. But yeah, I, I was going to say yeah. I think I think you're right. Actually, in the in the women's game, it, it, it's not so much. I, I'm I was I was always quite chatty, um, but it was uh, <laughs> I, in the, I, I used to. Be, uh, it was more. I was more distraction. I would uh, mm. try and sort of put people off by you know. Uh, but I think that I think my favourite line was to somebody was. Um, I asked. I used to ask them if they were injured, uh, and next thing, so you're not as fast as you used to be. Um, that was that was the good. But most of the time, it was distraction. Um, you know, just because because I, I you know I certainly couldn't do the traditional I'm better than you uh, talk because I just just wasn't. Um, so, um, but I think the worst the worst kind is when someone was trash talking and and they're losing badly, and it's a, it's a that's a really odd um, phrase. You know, maybe that's all they've got at that time, but. Um, yeah. Okay. I did. Uh, um, I did trash talk a teammate once at um, the MEC training last year, and okay. um, I said I was going to put forward a, a, a motion to Baffer to uh, change the no pockets rule because I'd had him in mind all day. Ooh. Oh. That's yeah. a Question five, uh, carrying on on that theme, this is our final question for the day, carrying on on the theme, what's the best and worst celebration uh, you have seen? Um, mine was um, a mid, mid-air mid chest bump from, from a couple of uh, players that went horribly wrong and, and ended up in the hospital. Um, oh, no. And I know you really want to laugh, but you know you shouldn't. And but then obviously when you see the injuries, you realise, you know, that the um, you're not laughing. Anymore because, uh, yeah, it was... Um, there were teeth. There were, there were oh, cuts. Wow. Um, so um, yeah. So um, play safe, kids. Um, yeah. So Ruth, what what's? Uh, oh, Ruth, what have you got then? Well, do people really celebrate? I think any kind of celebration is a bit. I mean, anything beyond like whooping and cheering is just a bit tacky, really. Like I saw one team who were like really. Um, they were basically just dominating this one game and the, you know, the team ran it in for a touchdown and she just came back going, I told you that would work. And I was like, oh, come on. Like, is that really necessary? I just, I'm not, I'm not big on celebrations apart from just the kind of standard celebration of whooping and hollering and clapping. Yeah, Ruth is the classic um, act like you've been there before because to be fair, she usually is. Um <laughs> you know she was uh so I, I get where you're coming from on that um um uh yeah Cecil what have you got on uh, the best celebration that you've seen yeah I think it's kind of the same like with the trash talking we, we don't really do it we're not good at it so don't do it like it, it just <laughs> it's awful when you get it wrong so we keep it to after the games and we just had uh once it was actually a title football tournament in uh, we went to um Norway and played up there. We had a lot of rookies with us and we didn't know what to expect. And we won it all and got a big trophy and everything. It's just happy days. So we just drove around in Oslo after the game and just with the trophy out of the window, listening to a crazy frog really loudly. 
and people were thinking we were mad and we were but we were having a good time and that's how we celebrate <laughs> like it like it okay mikey what, what's the best one you've seen uh, best one, hands down, definitely, and it still gets replayed now, was the um, New Orleans Lumberjacks at the Big Bowl oh, yeah. uh, a couple of years ago. You, you've seen this, haven't you? So they, yes, were, the yeah, they well, were obviously think... the Lumberjacks, they'd planned this, and uh, I don't know how successful the run is, the run was they had. I think they were waiting a while for a touchdown, but they got an absolute blinder. Uh, Kyle over the top to uh, uh, Craig Henry on a, on a deep route. Fantastic, blew the defense open, and uh, Ash Thackeray runs on. And they were dressed up as you know, Noel. I have a theme every year, so they were dressed as they had the kit as lumberjacks. Um, so they had the checked shirt and the shorts, so they looked like they were wearing kind of lumberjack gear. So, um, Craig takes this great touchdown, scores the touchdown. Ash runs on with two plastic axes. Craig stands stock still, <laughs> Ash just chops him at his ankles, and Craig just keels over like a tree. Fantastic celebration! Yeah, for the win that was that's a, that is a one. Um, yeah, we'll have to um, put that on the on the uh, on the website. Oh, to it's probably got it's probably one of the most got the most hits ever. But uh, yeah, that is a classic. Um, I've got some worst as well. Well, worst, excellent. Worst for me, man. Oh, we had uh, one of our first quarterbacks. Main quarterbacks was uh, James Cooper, and we would celebrate, you know, quietly back in the huddle with a fist bump or a, a high five, you know. But um, we would yeah, yeah. always get them mixed up every single time to the point where he would put a hand over my fist or I would do the same in reverse. So now we just that's what we do. We've, we try not to get the fist pump to work. So we'll do the opposite. And it's um, it's just a notorious thing now. Ah, gotcha. Isn't that the old isn't that the cauliflower, they call it? Is it? Yeah, you put your fist out. Someone someone goes to a high five and said it and ends up like a wrapped up like a cauliflower, I believe. That's what um, the kids really tell me. Ah, the kids, man. I used to be down yeah, with the kids once upon a time. Yeah, no, no. not anymore, mate. No one ever talks Dude. about you anymore. <laughs> I'm going to change that. Okay, that, and that wraps all the questions for today. Um, Ruth, have you got any other business? I mean, the South Wales Harpies are recruiting. If there's anybody in South Wales who wants to come and try out some uh, women's flag football, although obviously not training at the moment. But I was wondering if our esteemed guests have any tips for playing in colder and unpleasant weather. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll defer that one to my uh, northern uh, uh, colleagues. Um, uh, Mike, what, what's, what's your, what's your uh, cure for the cold? Layers every time. I'm notorious on the team for, and have been for years for wearing between seven and nine layers on any given tournament. It's fantastic. They all poke fun at me, but I'm never cold. Okay. And it gives you a great opportunity to buy more stash. <laughs> this is true. This is true. I mean, true. it's a win-win all around. Yeah. Any any drinks? <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle Bruin after the game. Um, I, I, I Actually, I go for ginger tea in the cold weather. Keeps you nice and warm. Oh, yeah. You'll always see me on the sideline with a bit of a thermos. You know, I'm starting... I might, I might start to invest in one of those tartan ones, you know, that the old grannies were, uh, have. I'm, I'm starting ah. to hit that age now, so you might see me on the sideline with my tartan thermos and a bit of ginger tea. Come and ask me for a sip. Maybe we. Can. I always thought it was gin. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'm not a gin, gin kind of. I'm not a spirits kind of guy. No. Okay. Clean and healthy living guy. Maybe we should ask Nuola to bre uh, branch out into uh, keep cups and keep cup designs and thermoses. 
Nice. Now, obviously, our most northern uh, contributor today, uh, Cecil. What's uh, how do you keep how do you keep warm in Denmark? Mm, I think we're just used to it. Like it's always like shitty weather, cold, rainy, whatever. I think we we need more tips for playing in the in the sun in the warm weather. We always get real. Like when we go when we went to Panama, Mexico, and all these places. We can't handle it. Like we need to for doing that instead. Yes, I guess I guess the uh, the traditional Scandinavian uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, pale skin, just kind of struggle in that. So uh, yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess I guess what you're saying is just get a bit tougher. Um, but um, fair enough. Ruth, what, uh, I mean, what what information have you had in the past? I mean, I've seen people wear the old um, like latex gloves and the football gloves, but I can't. Can't get on with that. It feels like too much on your hands. Um, but yeah, m- myself, I'm just a fan of layers. I hate, usually hate wearing things on my arms. Um, but yeah, waterproof bags are key as well. I usually pick up a couple and bring them with me for different things. Yeah, that's a good shout. Actually, waterproof bags to keep the change of clothes mm-hmm. in because uh, there's nothing worse than they're going back and yeah, and your change of clothes. Uh, but the latex gloves. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's is, is that. Just- Kinky, what's that about? I don't get it. <laughs> um, you know, like, um, have I got, it's, it's latex gloves, right? Yeah, I, what, what, like, like the uh, the surgery gloves, the uh, kind of the barrier gloves, and put them under your, put them under your cutters to, I guess it could cutters. be, I don't know. Yeah, That's, kind of as well. Sorry. Kind of as well. It's okay, actually, but you just get weird fingers out of it, like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, latex gloves do that. But, I mean, do you know, um, Eleanor used to swear by it, and there's a couple of other players who do it too, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that's one. That's an experiment for the uh, for the next tournament. Obviously, uh, our next tournament's not until uh, 2025. <laughs> um, but, uh, but hopefully we'll be, uh, uh, I, suppose, I suppose, the summer, maybe. Maybe the summer. So, uh, yeah, I guess the Opal Series will be uh, trying latex gloves. Um, okay, Mike, any other business? Quickly, your comment has just kind of raised hackles in me. And it's like, dude, you wear cutters gloves. And so it's like, you oh. know, now that we're in the off season where everybody's got other things on their minds. And well, the off season, we're in, we're in downtime. Everybody got yeah. things on their minds. I mean, what are you kind of doing to keep your, um, your, your sort of head in the game and one of the things is you know you can be online shopping for stash and for gear and stuff and it's like well gloves you know what gloves are the main thing what what gloves do you wear and there's some fight and talk oh. that usually gets people really interested so cutters good shout good cutters shout. wow okay i again again i obviously haven't bought a pair well i never actually used to wear gloves i used to uh, well a i used to drop the ball but oh, that, is um, it, me, that is old school that is old school I would. I could never feel the flag. I used to be able to feel the flag if I had gloves done. So um, I, I want to be able to feel the tag when I'm taking it. So um, that's one. Um, uh, Cecil, what's uh, any any? What's your kind of uh, default flag? Uh, sorry, glove. But I'm a quarterback. I don't. I can't remember when the last time I bought a pair of gloves. But I did use colors and knives. I don't know. I don't have any. Like this is just my go-to glove. I, and I don't use them anymore, so I don't really care. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Wow. It's down to you, down to you, Ruth. What's the what's the the glove of choice? Well, with my history with my fingers and hands breaking just at any kind of touch. Oh, gosh, yeah. I use um, padded receiver gloves, the Nike ones. 
And so yeah. what I did yeah. last year is I bought white ones and then I gave one to my husband and one to my son and I gave him Sharpies and I said, go, go nuts on them so that they, you know, I have kind of custom gloves. So I look down and I can see my husband on one oh. hand and my son on the other. Oh, so, now I'm feeling so that's, <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So that's why my gloves look a bit, a bit weird. Yeah, I just thought you. I thought you might try armor, you know, metal gloves, <laughs> just to protect those uh, fingers yeah, of yours. You know, uh, you know, since I've been supplementing vitamin D, I've touched wood, not had any breaks. So there we go, it works. Ooh. In my instance, there you go. Fair enough, fair enough. So, Mike, what's the thing with cutters? What's the? I, I, I don't get well, it. You'll have to explain. For me. I, I kind of expect a little more controversy in this because we have arguments in our group chat all the time about because you know you get rookies coming in asking which gloves they should buy and everybody kind of piles in with their brand of choice. So we we tend to have long knockdown drag out fights about which gloves are best. So, um, I'm Nike all the way. I started with a pair of cl cutters. They lasted about six months and then it was like I covered my hands in washing up liquid. Um, so I tried uh, Under Armour. They were they were they're really grippy for about a game, and then they kind of just walk off. Say I'm going home. So I I stick with Nike. Always have definitely the go-to. Oh wow. Okay. Well, you wanted more controversy, so maybe maybe a future episode. That's a question yeah, to cover. I, I like um, glove of choice. Glove of choice. I like cleaning mine with um, baby wipes as well. Get some a little bit sticky if they get muddy during a game. You could just quickly mm. baby wipe them up and, oh, and go. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's one for the parents there. I think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> all, all, all the all the non mums and dads out there are going. Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, fair enough. Okay, thanks everybody. That's been a great show. Really appreciate everyone's time. This has been a uh, first and fifteen um, a podcast. Uh, this is No Run Zone. I'm Andrew Gambrell. Our editor today is Claire. Um, so if in your native tongue, um, each of you could say goodbye. Um, so Ruth, say goodbye. Ta-da. No. <laughs> it's Huylbar. Isn't it just? Um, Cecil? <laughs> Cecil, if you could say goodbye. Exactly. And Mike. <laughs> Gun canny pet. And to each of you, a good day. That wraps up this episode. Find us on Facebook at First and 15 Podcast. Give us a like to keep up with all of our shows. Also, check out our sponsor, Nuola, for all your customised sportswear supplies.